definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Monday. Good morning and welcome onto the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com. And worldwide through the 100.7 The Score mobile app. You can even listen in, you know, down in Shreveport, Louisiana. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White, back behind the glass taking care of us. You may also hit us up. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, allegations, accusations, hopes, dreams, reaction to anything you saw this weekend. You are uh, welcome to pump that all in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app. We will uh, cover an array of topics as usual today. Get into some uh, Texas Tech football talk as uh, the Red Raiders destined for the Independence Bowl in Shreveport. We will talk some college football playoff as they screwed it up royally, my opinion. We'll see if Hacks matches up with that or not. Uh, we will get into some Texas Tech basketball conversation. Um, Portal Potty officially opens up today and we are seeing some big names already that uh, waited around till today to to make the announcements. But Texas Tech, by the way, 87 in the first net for college basketball. Oh, I didn't see a first yeah, net. Okay. It just came out today, this so, morning. Uh, lots of stuff to get into. About uh, 45 minutes ago came out. So, okay. 87. How you doing? Good. Good. Good, 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 good. It's a lot of energy for a good, 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 good. Golly, what kind of that's herbal a, tea are you drinking lately? Uh... Diet Dr. Diesel. Okay. That's it. That's, um, that's God's herbal yeah. tea. Yeah. No, it's um interesting time. Interesting oh, my time. goodness. What a world we live in. Um, where you can go 13-0 and 0 and yeah. uh, be left out of a Power 5 uh, and playoff where you can, uh, you know, basically you're, you're up as... I think... On the, the chop... Not chopping block. On the uh, block as... Speaking of chopping blocks, that's what I had pictured in my mind. We have literally, I think, dropped the guillotine on college athletics, Oof. okay, and severed everything that's good about it. I wouldn't say everything, but I'd go with most. Because yeah, still, not everything. Because we're still coming back to it. Yeah, we still come back. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Here we are. Incredible TV ratings. Mm-hmm. Incredible money generated. Um, Enough to where you can pay players like you are, not to mention the scholarships and everything. And um, we still we'll st- we still keep coming back. We do, and that's that's fascinating because I, I think some some incredible damage has been done to collegiate athletics as a whole. And I think that we're going to see that further down the road when um these poor sports that aren't football or maybe men's and women's basketball have to start traveling all the way across the country to play a league game and that kind of thing. Um, where Dylan Gabriel, who just up and transfers again after, after a 10 and two season, a 10 and two season and, um, you know, a good bowl bid and, um, 
He was the best quarterback in the Big 12 this year. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. I mean, and he up and transfers. And how about Kyle McCord this morning from yeah. Ohio State? Same I'm thing. Like, man, you guys are comes, comes off an eleven. You guys are at year. the apex predator schools, and you're the dudes at said schools. Right. It's not like you're losing playing B-M-O-C, time. B M O C, big man on campus. Right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's not anybody bigger than the quarterback on campus at an Ohio State or Oklahoma. Yep. And supposed to be. you wake up and they're vanished, gone. It's amazing where we're at. And I just, crazy. you know, these coaches, they get paid a kajillion dollars. And, you know, if you start looking at what they bring in, if they're, if they do do their winning to a, a conference championship and make it to a big bowl or make it to the collegiate playoff, then you know it's worth it because enrollment numbers are going to go up, your exposure goes up, all the things that, that you want on your campus are going to be better and better, and so those guys earn their seven to twelve million dollars a year, whatever it is. And now you figure in having to move around and dance around with this transfer portal. It's like you know, man, it's maybe that's right. Maybe it's worth it to pay these guys what they're getting paid because they're having to handle a lot. And then like college basketball. You're looking at 13 to 15 guys or 13 to 15 girls. Um, you know, maybe a few more if you got walk-ons, but if you have five of those people leave, then okay, all right, it's on to the transfer portal and who are we going to get or who are we going to recruit? We're talking about 100 guys here. Yeah. And 100 guys, yeah, 30, 40 could put their name in the transfer portal. I mean, it's just... Oh, absolutely. It's just bizarro, man. What did we set the over-under at for Tech last week? I think I said 14, 14 players. And I still don't think it's going to be more than that for Tech. That's what's weird. Is like, We'll see. Today today is the day we're already seeing. I think you got seven guys in there currently. Mm-hmm. Seven that we talked about. All offensive. Up to this point, you'll get some more backups. But I haven't had that big surprise name. I mean... It, and that's what... Like yeah. the big surprise, who would be the big surprise at this point? Who would be the big surprise? If Baron Morton, that would be it, right? Yeah. If Baron Morton just out of nowhere just tosses his name in the portal, you're like holy cow, what is going on? Yeah, right what's now? happening? I mean, can you imagine if if you're an OU fan waking up this morning? Yeah. What What did we do to Yeah, Gabriel? we lost our quarterback. He's gone. What did we do to him? Yeah, it's just it's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And this is why... That Dr. Acts, Pepper commercial is pretty darn... <laughs> it is. Right on. I can't, can't use my Dr. Pepper hand. <laughs> yes. The other Dr. Pepper commercial is super accurate to the uh, one where the, it's just the first play of the, of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, they go burn the yeah. jerseys and burn... It's, it's just... That's tech fans right there. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the first play of the game. No, that's every fan base. I won't, I won't throw us all yes. under. But no, it, seriously, I just told you this going into before the show started. But do we need contracts in college football? Man. Because that's what keeps people sitting in one place at, in pro football. It is. In pro sports, you have contracts for a reason. Because there, do you think people wouldn't want to jump a yeah, terrible 3-12 and yes, you're right. team in the NFL? And you got to be able to create a team. Yeah. The coaches... The GMs, the owners, they have to know who their personnel is without one wondering if the 
You know, and it used to be so much about playing time. It did. It's about playing time. That's what it was. Or or I'm homesick. Those were the two. I'm homesick. Uh, I want to get closer to home, and I'm still talented. I can go play for maybe a lesser team, but it's closer to home. And I'll get more playing time. I'm the second-string quarterback. This guy's really good, we found out. He's going to be here for three years. Now, if you're a backup, man, you might want to just chill. You might want to just sit there if you're a backup quarterback right. because if that guy's gotten good enough to where he can get in a bidding war, he's probably going to do it, Starter's and you're going to be the starter. Exactly. <laughs> so now all the reasons that we used to have to transfer don't matter anymore. It's nuts. It is the Wild West. And we hadn't even McGuire touched on the committee yet. No, and we will. We'll talk plenty about that. We'll talk bowl game. Got a lot to get into on this Monday, and it's Music Monday. Headlines next. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. We got headlines for you. What you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White with you. Uh, We'll start the headlines off with announcement. Well, you probably heard it unless you've just been kind of snoozing for a while. Texas Tech to play against the Cal Golden Bears in the Independence Bowl coming up on December 16th. That is 12 days from right now. This is about the earliest we've ever seen bowl games, so um, get your holiday plans ready if you're planning on going. Red Raiders will take on the Cal Golden Bears. 8-15 kickoff on December 16th. Of course, you'll be able to listen to the game on Double T 97.3 as well as 100.7 the score, but there's a basketball game that night as well against uh, Vanderbilt. So... Um, we will, uh, we'll have all the coverage you need for that contest. Of course, last time Red Raiders played against Cal was 2004 Holiday Bowl. It's a pretty good day. Tech beat the fourth ranked Cal Golden Bears and Aaron Rodgers 45 to 31 that day. So, uh, get a rematch of that contest almost two decades later, 19 years later since that game has uh, been played. That is crazy. It also shows the age of Aaron Rodgers. That was his last college game 19 years ago. Uh, but uh, will be an interesting one in the Independence Bowl from Shreveport. Um, college football playoff is set. We'll uh, get into the, the weeds of this one in a little bit. But it's number one, Michigan. Number two, um... I just blanked. Who's number two? Oh, yeah. Washington. Number three, Texas. Number four, Alabama. Uh, Those last two teams, one-loss teams that hopped over, undefeated Florida State. And then uh, Georgia came in at sixth in the final rankings. Uh, That that is the uh, setting for the college football playoff, the last year of four teams. Man only they could have expedited the process to get us a 12-team playoff. We could have had a pretty awesome 12-team playoff this year, but instead it will be maybe the biggest what-if year ever when it comes to uh, who could I do think maybe champion. you needed a dumpster fire, one last big, huge dumpster fire before. To confirm what? Well, yeah. Affirm, like the decision to go to 12 teams. Yeah, until you go to the, the playoff. Because yeah, if, if they didn't have the decision already kind of in the bag, I think we would have seen a 12-team playoff next year because of what happened this year. Probably. Yeah, I think they would have, 
you know gone to that immediately because of what happened this year because you're having big big names left out that could possibly be in uh in the nfl yesterday of course cowboys played on thursday night uh chiefs lose to the packers 27 to 19 last night pat mahomes and company uh coming up short there were some really bad calls down the stretch in this game on both sides you rolling your eyes at me or just at the referees for that because the latter i mean holy cow first mahomes gets a a beneficial call on the sideline where he's clearly in bounds and gets popped. <laughs> it was it was like it was whiplash. It was so bad. It was like, okay, you're you're protecting Pat, Patrick Mahomes and I know, yeah. And the, then see all the conspiracy theorists, <laughs> theorists one way, and then there's conspiracy theorists of oh, they don't want the Chiefs to win anymore. Yeah, it was <laughs> flying back and forth, man. It was crazy. There were there were two pass interferences. The, the Hail Mary, you never get that call, but he clearly shoves him in the back. And then the other one is I, I'm watching Leighton of Passiter first. I'm watching that Hail Mary. And, you know, it's from the wide shot. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it's not like we could. And you just see Kelsey. Yeah, just tumble forward. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, granted, there's a huge mass of humanity there. But sure. you could just see him just like. Go nose toward the ground. Now he's so strong, he didn't go to the ground. But no, maybe he should have. He, he might have should have flopped it out. But um, maybe there's so much flopping going on oh in all over sports. It, did you see LeBron got the an actual tech called against him for the flop? And what happened day? to college basketball? Remember that where you would last they, year they pulled the. I'm pretty sure they pulled you, the plug on maybe that. We need to ask Snead, but I, I'm pretty sure they pulled the emphasis off of that. I think passes. it's still. I think it's still a rule, but I've not seen one referee do this. Right, which and is I've, the elbows. And I've seen a couple of instances where it definitely could have been called. I've not seen any of that. I was like, yeah, guys, speaking of whiplash, I mean, we're just going <laughs> going all the way back. But yeah, I think um, they probably pulled it off with the uh, the change of the charge block rule, which hasn't been as drastic as they've said. There's a difference, but it hadn't been the the ninety percent. That they told us, right? Oh uh, man, I haven't seen hardly any charges. I, I, but you haven't I, seen a ton of blocks either. It almost seems like guys are not. It's got to get um, in there because they know the rules there. It's got to save coaches a lot of time because there. I remember so many coaches over the years taking a large chunk of practice and going about how to take charges. To take you got to charge. step in there, you know, and yeah. and they let anybody and their dog run in there and knock somebody over and now and let's just try guarding the open man let's work on let's, that let's see if there's you know maybe a guy within 10 feet yeah that'd be good that so, happened to butler anyway yeah so chiefs lose to the packers last night but the worst 19. one was over the middle the, yeah because they the chiefs would have had the ball around what the 12 yard line yeah. or so and 40 something seconds left very good chance that they'll get a chance to tie it or at least score the touchdown and go for two Instead, we kind of get robbed of a good finish there. And I don't know. I was pretty tired. I was like, hey, okay, all right, <laughs> it, was a, it was a late game. Uh, Texans win again. They went over the Broncos, snapping a five-game winning streak for Denver, 22-17. to The Texans uh, beat the Broncos there. So uh, Texans still rolling. Uh, we have stars at Lightning tonight at 6 o'clock for all you NHL fans. High school fan zone for you tonight as well. Coaches from Coronado, Estacado, Lubbock High, and Monterey, all LISD schools tonight, starting at seven or excuse me, at six o'clock on one hundred point seven. The score uh, on double T ninety seven three six o'clock Cowboys hour seven o'clock Bengals at Jags on double T ninety seven three. 
We'd love to have your thoughts, your comments. Roll them in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7, the SCORE mobile app. Uh, one more note as well. As UTEP has uh, reportedly hired Scotty Walden as their new head football coach, according to footballscoop.com. Uh, Walden has spent the last four seasons at Austin P, going 26-14. and 14. Let's go, P! Um, they do say that, right? They do. I thought so. Um, this, why would you, they're like, okay, choice. Why are you telling us UTEP's head football coach? Well, because, uh, you had two guys off your staff interview for that job. Both, uh, Zach reportedly interviewed Zach Kitley and Kenny Perry interviewed for that job. And it sounded like Kitley was a finalist, like down to the final three or so. So. For all you people trying to get rid of Kitley, uh, this was not your, not the one for you. He will, uh, at least as of right now, be back. We'll see what happens further on in the the coaching carousel. But uh, <coughs> there you go. UTEP has made its hire for Scotty Walden. You two can join us. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions. All of it welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the uh, 100.7, the score mobile app. All right, so college football playoff. Ah, we don't have enough time to really dive in here. We'll we'll dabble in that in a moment. How about Shreveport? If you go, you're going to have a good time. How about that? We can do this last minute. If you um, go, you're going to have a good if time. If you go, you're, you're going to have a good time. talking to me or to anybody? No, I know you're going. Oh, well, just talking about like I don't family. know. I haven't decided if I'm going. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll see. Well, I need an engineer over in Fort Worth if you want to. <laughs> Come haul that around for so me. Go do that, and then you know, hop in the car. Go to what else is going on? There's three big things going on. Um, something on campus, I think. It's graduation. Oh yeah, I think the same day. Yeah. So, I mean, so you graduation that day basketball. slash morning. You got fo- basketball at six thirty. Anyway, we can get them to move that up at Dickies or swap places with someone. Man, else. I would love to. Let's do it at two o'clock. There's there's multi- what two or three games going on. That oh, day. that's right. Well, I'm saying, can't you swap? Let's swap places. Yeah. I'm sure Tech would love that. Well, and I don't know. I don't even know what the what this does. This count as an MTE? No, no, because it's not multiple games. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, like who, who the other teams are playing? I've I've seen it, but I've forgotten. Um, and then uh, of course that game, eight fifteen p.m. kickoff from Shreveport. Sure, there will be a lot of bars filled with uh, tech fans that are at the basketball game on on Saturday night, heading over to watch watch some football. Will be interesting. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from one hundred point seven. The score. Thanks so much for hanging with us on a Monday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app, which you can take just about anywhere with you. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White. Back behind the glass handling us. Keep hitting us up. We know we've got a lot of your thoughts in on the 8th Flooring Center chat line, much about the uh, college football playoff. We'll try to catch up on some of that here momentarily. There's a whole lot going on over the weekend as well. Um... NFL, uh, of course, bowl game announcements everywhere, and then the transfer portal. Did you portal see all the upsets right in college basketball over the weekend? There's quite a few, yeah. 
Did you see Villanova lost again? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? They lost to uh, St. Joe's and Saint Drexel. Uh, Drexel, yeah. And then they so they were eighteen big game point favorites and lost. They play UCLA. At some How point about this week. your dogs? Twenty four point favorites. Is this what's happening? I think Villanova is doing the same thing that Creighton did last year. Remember? Because they played really well in Maui. Mm-hmm. And then they they clunk, hit a, they clunk, hit a clunk, lull. Clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. And then they picked back up, and we're a pretty darn yeah. good team at the end of the year. Southern beat Mississippi State. Southern. Why can't Southern beat Ole Miss? 60 That's to the 59. team I want to lose. Yeah, they're undefeated. With they a lot of really close losses to not beat very Memphis. good teams. They did beat Memphis, unfortunately. Dadgummit. I hope they just crash and burn. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, Keep the uh, thoughts coming in on the Yates Flowing Center chat line. I said I was going to read the the tweet from uh, Travis Sanders for anyone interested. It's just it's sad. Uh, Sanders says, devastated. Uh, Travis Sanders? That's, whoa. I think I mixed up like four different players there. Jordan Travis is who I'm looking for. Florida State quarterback. Who's Travis Sanders? I think there's a Travis Hunter and a uh, Shadur Sanders that both play for <laughs> for Colorado. And spinning here. And Jordan Travis is who I was hunting for. I need a strike there, please, sir. I missed on that one pretty bad. <laughs> Thank you. Devastated, heartbroken, and so much disbelief right now. I wish my leg broke earlier in the season so y'all could see that this team was much more than a quarterback. I thought results matter 13-0, and and this roster matches up across any team in those in the top four rankings. I am so sorry. Go Knowles. That's sad that a quarterback has to tweet that. But it's so right. Like, I wish I broke my leg earlier so you guys could see that our team's a good football team. It's not all about me. Good leadership there. Um, sad, but we'll be, I mean, nothing of it. Um, this is where, you know, college football has gone to hell. People are, feel sorry for Florida state. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. College football is just stupidity. Uh, there's a couple of people telling me that agree, but my math was off with the, the Texas thing. Yes. Thank you. Um, Hard to complain about a bowl game, but dang, anything before Christmas is crap bowls. Not ec- much extra practice everyone talks about being the benefit. The way the bowl schedule falls this year is really weird. So, did you see when the Texas Bowl plays? No, oh, no. Mm-mm. That we have uh, A&M and OSU in? Mm. December 17th, the day after the Tech game. So, you're sitting there thinking, man... You were playing on December 28th last year with the Texas Bowl. It's moved up 11 days. Huh. There's wow. the, the way this falls because of NFL games and because of the way the calendar is this year, and they're trying to get as many of these bowl games on Saturdays because apparently those get just better ratings on Saturdays for college football. Um, the way all this falls, I think I also read that this is the earliest that a bowl game can fall in a calendar year, the, the 16th when it, it happens to go the way this calendar is. Uh, and the way the Saturday is, is it, it's just, it kind of stinks that it's this early, but I don't, I mean, there's really nothing you can do about it. You know, I'm, I'm with T-Money there. You can't really complain about a bowl game, but 
the timing of it does just feel odd. And anything before, I think in a lot of years you could say anything before Christmas is a crap bowl, but with the Texas Bowl, which is a pretty good bowl game, playing on the 17th, you can't really state, use that as a blanket statement. Mm -hmm. So, um, Panhandle Raiders said, depending on how this portal mess goes, it may be better to attend the basketball game. Uh, Vandy lost to someone earlier this year that was a a not a good team. I'll look it up because I know it. Yeah, remember? I yes. mean, I remember seeing it. I just can't remember who it was. Um, but that's a four and four Vanderbilt team. Texas Tech should be favored going into that matchup. So should win. Should win. Yeah, I, I would think so. I think you'll be a decent favorite uh, going into that contest, but. We'll, we'll see. Um, I think that's just a preference thing. What do you What do you want to go see more? Uh, right, a lower tier bowl game, or uh, <laughs> to be honest, oh, uh, they lost to Presbyterian. To that's start what the season. it was. Yes, sixty eight, sixty two. Yes, because you brought that up. You're like Presbyterian. <laughs> yeah, and here now, now listen to this. What are they? They beat since? USC Upstate by seven. Mm-hmm. They beat UNC Greensboro by four. They beat Central Arkansas by four, then lost to NC State and Arizona State and Boston College. Got beat by 18 by Boston College. Oof. And then um, they beat Alabama A&M. So they played three Power 5 opponents and lost pretty significantly to all three. Guess they played NC State within six points. Within six, yeah. But Arizona State, 15-point loss. Boston College, eight point, 18 point loss. So, yeah. Um, you can go watch the Vanderbilt game. And Tech should win that one. I would project right now by by double digits. Let's say about a ten point win. That's what you should have. Or you can go to the bowl game and experience Shreveport for the first time in what's it been twenty five years that Tech has been in there. I wouldn't tell you which one's better, um, but it'd be interesting uh, to see what the kind of Red Raiders contingency is there in Shreveport because it is a two-hour-ish drive from the Metroplex and not that far from Houston. And, yeah, I think you'll see um, see quite a few Red Raider fans still in attendance for that one. Um, this from the chat line. Travis Sanders, Texas Tech Baseball. Thank you. There you go. There's my where I mixed that up. There is a Travis Sanders that plays for Tech Baseball. And he might have been your starting shortstop last year. Don't know if he wasn't hurt. He was a freshman that uh, they got hurt and had to miss the whole season. Good job, chat line. Thank you for that help. Totally forgot about that. Um, on the Georgetown screwing, according according to the commentary, being out of bounds wasn't reviewable. Is that accurate? Because I thought anything under two minutes they can review. I'm pretty sure they can check and see if a guy's on the foot is on the three-point line they can't check and see if it's on the sideline not to mention all the fingernail touches yeah. that cause that, yeah because that's that that goes possession. out of yeah i that i i don't believe that to wild. be accurate i don't believe it to be accurate but if it is maybe then they have to change that rule horrific Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to hour number three. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com.
also the 100.7 The Score mobile app, and on television, Fox 34 News Now, however, and wherever you're joining us from, we are glad that you've chosen to make us part of your... Monday. Monday? It is. <sighs> Doesn't feel like a Monday. Kind of does, but doesn't. You can hit us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions you got, bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app. That voice you heard is Jeff Axton. I'm Choice Woodman. Uh, keep the uh, commentary rolling in. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. We are uh, about 45 minutes out from Ask the Benchwarmers. So you got questions, bring those in. We've uh, covered a lot of territory, including uh, Florida State, Sadness, uh, Portal Potty. Not a lot, still not a lot from Texas Tech. Kind of waiting on that. Um, I haven't seen any new names today. Someone did ask earlier if we could update uh, the names that are in the portal for Tech. Lucas, we might need a little flush here to just get everybody up to date. Thank you. So here's what I've got down. If anybody's got any that I'm missing, you can let me know. Because I may have missed one over the weekend, but I believe this is the up-to-date list. Landon Peterson, Tyler Shuck, Miles Price, Matt Keeler, Jerron Bradley, Nehemiah Martinez went in on Friday, and then I saw Monroe Mills as well over the weekend. Mills is probably, outside of Bradley and Price, your biggest name because he, he played significant minutes, um, snaps for Texas Tech this year on the offensive line, um, and he has two years of eligibility left. So, I don't think it's that surprising, though, that we've talked about the biggest issue with this team being your offense, and all seven guys I just mentioned are offensive players. Shuck, you can just, like, toss that to the side. Different circumstances, different issues. Um, But your other six guys are all offensive players up to this point from the portal. And I think you're... How many Big 12 quarterbacks? We had uh, Shapen. Shapen. uh, Howard. Will Howard. Howard. And Gabriel. Gabriel. I think that's it so far. That's all I've seen. Wouldn't surprise me if that number. Arch Manning. Just kidding. But we're going to probably have to wait till the spring on that one when Quinn Ewers announces he's going to stay. And Manning's like, screw this. I'm leaving in the spring portal you think he would I don't know what his contract of three million dollars plus looks like as the third string quarterback (laughs) I think Malik Murphy will leave uh, for Texas yeah so anyway yeah Uh, seven is what I've got down again tell us on the chat line if there's anybody I'm missing be honest I think that's pretty good (laughs) what'd you say just that number is only seven let me seriously. I bet there's a lot more at other stops right now. I don't. I don't really have a feeler out for what's going on at NC State or what's happening in a lot of other locales. But uh, someone said Manning has already said he's staying at Texas. Yeah, he's got to get that extra three million dollars for next year, probably. I don't know. Arch seems like it's hard to tell with with him. He seems like he's actually got a good head on his shoulders. And probably helps that he's uh, got some really good football people around him in his uh, in his family. Um, y'all keep hitting us up. 
Your thoughts, comments rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, did you see this? I'm, I'm way late on this, but there was a graphic. <laughs> I think this was on Thursday night uh, from ESPN on one of the uh, the BYU players named Spencer Johnson. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. So they compared Spencer Johnson to Jason Tatum. He's a BYU basketball player. Comparing him to Jason Tatum. Spencer Johnson. Uh, birthday, 9397. Jason Tatum, 3398. Tatum's been in the league for a long time right now in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Years in the NBA, seven. Johnson, zero. <laughs> this is an ESPN graphic. Uh, NBA earnings, Johnson, zero dollars. Jason Tatum, $98 million. <laughs> and then Cougar Tells Enjoyed, 30. Tatum, zero. <laughs> Just showing the age of these guys in the Tatum's been in the league seven years and he was born in nineteen ninety-eight. That'll make you feel crazy. That'll make you feel pretty old. But I I saw that and I was like, that is the most uh (laughs) funny BYU Mormon thing uh out there. Um oh I said I was gonna bring you the uh, toilet story. You heard of uh, smart TVs, smart even refrigerators oh, out there. Yeah. I did not know smart toilets existed. Did you? No. Well, you may not want one because uh, recently a man in China had his smart toilet burst into flames <laughs> while he was using huh. it. <laughs> he said, oh my gosh, he was able to get off this thing before it exploded. His toilet. <laughs> this reminds me of that that uh, news clip where the guy in the Home Depot bathroom said, I'm going to go blow this up. <laughs> they called the cops. He was going to, quote, blow it blow up. Blow it up. Which I'm just getting what? <laughs> it's one of the one greatest of the best clips news bloopers of all time. Ever, ever. But <laughs> seriously. back to the other anchor no, and he's this dying. Dude, this dude could say, man. I blew that one up. Blew that toilet Jeez. up. Uh, saw plumes of white smoke billowing from the toilet bowl and got off. <laughs> the, he said before he could pull up his pants, the toilet exploded, started burning. Oh, Thankfully, was not hurt. Oh, yeah. It's unclear what started the fire, but the man thinks it may have sparked by a short circuit. Unclear what kind of smart toilet he had, but there are automatic ones that have automatic flushing, obviously, heated toilet seats. And water, <laughs> water, con- <laughs> nice. water conservation feel- features and self-cleaning function- functions. Oh, I can't gee, speak. Man, hey. Smart toilet, maybe Just not on the list. Get some Comet, huh? Oh, my gosh. What was that stuff that I used that got me so high I couldn't see straight? <laughs> Kaboom or Kaboom. <laughs> Kaboom. There you go. Oh. If you're in the market for a smart hacks? toilet for uh, Christmas, maybe think twice about it. It'll be worse. That or all these uh, stories you see where a snake is in the toilet bowl. You don't know it. Those are pretty pretty scary. Always check it. Especially in, you know, countries where snakes are everywhere. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's time for Ask the Bench Warmers. Bring your questions in right now. Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 
100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. You can uh, tweet us on the Twitter or the X or whatever we're calling it. Has anybody gone to actually calling it X out there? I don't. I don't either. I've seen a couple people, but it's Twitter. Uh, at 107 The Score, what you need there, and uh, Visual Edge IT Hotline, 806-771-0973. He's Hacks. I'm Choice. Lucas Cross the way. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. Uh, let's start with this question. It's kind of a long-winded one, but I uh, want to get it in because it was a little earlier. Gents, are either of you in the boat of not enjoying college football as much? I'm there. I'm someone that those who know me would have say I would never have said such a thing, but over the past few years and what college football is turning into, I'm in the boat of not caring anymore, and the Florida State snub just intensified it. I'll watch Tech, but I'm not sure that I'll watch much college football anymore. And outside of it, did not watch much this year, I think, and I may be wrong, but it's just me, but I think college football is going down the road that will have many fan bases uninterested in the sport. The hard thing is the numbers don't back it up, what he, what you're saying there. Because I think there are a yeah, lot of people yet. that feel that way. Not yet. Yeah, it, th- there may be a tipping point. There may be a tipping point. Remember, even the NFL took a hit on the knees they on did. people hitting a knee for the national anthem. The NFL is um, king, but it, its numbers dropped uh, significantly. Uh, a lot of people said, "Hey, I'm just not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to watch." I was one of them. Outside yeah. of Cowboys games, I watched almost yeah. nothing that particular season. I think we have to let this play out to see because I, as for now, numbers are gigantic, um, still generating mega profits. Yeah and still doing quite well. Um, but you, one thing that becomes pretty humorous to me, and and, and this is, is happening in basketball as well, where you have to devote a column for almost each player to tell where they were at school before oh your gosh. schools. No and some of those can go as, as far as four schools. Four schools. So that to me is it's just... It's almost uncommon if a guy hadn't been to three schools and he's a senior, right? It's ridiculous. And that is something that's driving me crazy. Having to... All right, he was at Stetson. He was at uh, Prairie View. Chaminade. A&M. I don't know. And then then he was at um, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. It just drives yeah. me nuts. And it gets laughable almost. Just, oh, it, it really is. And it's... This has not been around that long. The transfer portal officially opened in 2019. That's four years. Hadn't been around that long. Was not heavy the first year, uh, but since then it has been. I I, I will say to the texture's point slash question, didn't mean to spend this much time on it, but I, I used to watch college football across the board a ton. A ton. Now maybe it's working in it or whatever, I just don't watch near as much across the sport. I'll watch a lot of Big 12 games, and I watch Texas Tech games without missing. But that's it. Big 12, I'll watch that quite a bit. I don't venture outside the Big 12 a ton more unless I just need to for a a certain game. Um, Does Gabriel, do you think Gabriel goes to Mississippi State? Yes, I do. That would be my prediction. I saw another one towards Oregon. Um, Oregon's going to have to get a quarterback, it seems, because I don't think they're confident in their Prepared. number two guy. It doesn't seem. Uh, transfer portal sucks. It's amazing yeah. FCS Division Two football has had it figured out for years, yet D1 still year after year bleeps the bed. Mm. Yeah, I have a question. 
Okay. That somebody just called and asked. Okay. So Do you know who the somebody was so we can credit? Justin. Okay. So So they went to the Lady Raiders basketball game. Uh Uh-huh. And it was him, his wife, and their son. And they got there and there were some elderly people already in their seats. That's fine. And then they went to they just sat a little closer. And then the people that are originally at their seats showed up. So they had moved three different times. What's the proper etiquette of trying to get where you're supposed to be, but you've already noticed that nice elderly people are already sitting there in your assigned seats? If it's anybody besides elderly people, I'm usually saying, hey, I I think these are our seats. Be very calm and nice about it. I had this happen to me on Saturday. Oh, did you? um, In Arlington? Yeah, it was... We had seats four and five. There's uh, a dad and a son in four and five. And I said, hey, we had four and five. He's like, well, and he wasn't a smart aleck about it. He's like, we had seven and six, two rows down. Those are gone. So we just moved up here to be with our family here. And I said, okay, we'll we'll find some more seats. And then we went two rows deep and then sat down there. So... And they but were no Texas one ever fans. No one, no, no one ever that. bothered. No, but you're all the time kind of looking. It's like, when are we going to have to go through this again? You yeah, know? that's a it's a difficult thing. The easiest thing is to sit in your seats, but I know that's not always. So usually, if it's the elderly couple, it's probably them in the wrong. And to section. be honest, it depends a lot one over or on the amount of people who are attending. Exactly. Said game. I mean, you were at a sellout game. Yeah. Technically, obviously, there were some seats open, but it was a sellout game. Uh, in Arlington. Um, big bench warmers, any truth to the rumors of ACC teams wanting to jump to the Big 12? I've seen said rumors. Uh, I would guess there's probably phone calls made, but I don't I don't think there's any smoke or any legitimacy to it until you really start seeing some rumblings from the bigger names out there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if people were talking with Brett Yormark after that because there's probably some panic of, Holy cow, we're the ACC and we can't even get our big name in there. We need to form some sort of alliance or we need to do this or that. Or I don't know, Brett Yormark's got something going on over there. At least be part of the third best conference. Third most lucrative conference. So, I don't know. Um, there, there's there's definitely rumors out there. The truth, I, I can't speak to it. You got any other opinion on it? No, I know what you're talking about. The guy that tweeted that. It's that famous West Virginia guy. Yeah. The, just, yeah. I don't even know what his name is. But. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't. I just don't think that there's any room. That is the hard thing right now. Unless you're doing a major, a super, super conference. Are you talking like 30 teams at that point? Are you at the point where you're like, God, man, if we. Let's just disconnect from the big ones and go have a smaller no, championship. That's, that's like UCF. Oh, Sorry, we're going to switch you with Florida State, and then we're going to go Cincy. Cincy. Sorry, man. Sorry, we're taking Clemson. I, I don't know. I mean. Well, I mean, even like names like Virginia Tech or or Virginia, those are better than, than those two schools you yeah. just mentioned. Yeah, I don't know. The only one that feels like it really fits that – that is a big boy is BYU of the new guys. I agree. They're 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 a power five. I they agree. Were, yeah, gotta be quiet. They're a power five, but uh, just wondering about the two very obvious defensive pass interference calls against Kansas City late in the fourth quarter. It was like everybody lost their minds, and it, it felt like I don't know how you don't call it though. 
It's just shocking. Yeah. Like, I don't see how three guys are. Yeah. And Sneed can correct me on this, but I'm pretty sure three guys are in position where they can make that call. There are three different ones mm-hmm. that can say, that's P.I. And none of them pulled a flag on that. That's nuts to me. It was like they almost got swept up in, hey, we we didn't really call that one on the sideline on Mahomes, right? We got to do something to yeah. balance that off. And then we got to do something to balance this and that. And then I, I just, I'm with you. I mean, you go Superman over somebody's shoulders, land on them, make contact with their arms, give them zero opportunity to catch football where it was clearly a catchable pass. It didn't happen. It just mm-hmm. got wild. It's just like yeah, it got to where it was out of control with um, missing calls. Yeah. And if you're just joining us, we have very much acknowledged that they screwed up the call on Mahomes being inbounds on the, mm-hmm. the late hit. Benchwarmers, have you all noticed the drop-off in Pat Mahomes' arm, or is it just me? just looks like he doesn't quite have the accuracy on the long ball or the zip that he used to. I don't think there's a miss on the zip, personally. Um, accuracy, yeah, but I think it has as much to do with cohesion and uh, with re- cohesion is not the word, but uh, just being on the same page with receivers. That's what it seems to be. Plus having Tyreek Hill, that helps. But you've been even last year, they won a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. You just don't have dudes that are making plays with Pat. Besides Travis Kelsey, you don't have a guy that's in sync with him. So missing some synchronization there. Um, there's a question about Shreveport, but we're out of time. I'm going to hold that one over. And there's a couple more we'll hold over till tomorrow. Sorry we didn't get to all of y'all. But appreciate all the uh, questions, comments. The reactions today, the expressing of frustrations, really appreciate all of that. Uh, We'll be back at it tomorrow, though. Hope you join us right and early, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. For Jeff Haxton, for Lucas White, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench right here on 100.7 The Score. Bottom line, up next. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.